0: to you live from Infocomp 2019. We have Mostly A.V. with our co-host, the lovely Michelle Lorette.
1: Hi, Jerry. Jerry and Michelle go doing? to Orlando. That's, That's what right. they should have been called. That's the name right. of the I mean, show. I mean, okay. They should rename it, right? Yeah. So here we are. We're at Stearns Base Camp where Mr. Chris Netta was nice enough to give us a, a place to splash down. We're following uh, the guys with A.V. Jam U.K., but we're here speaking proper English. That's um, right.
0: Not that not that fancy accent. Yeah,
1: so. so it's been a good show, right? Yeah, it has, actually. Well, and I'd like to give a shout-out to your employer, IE Smart System, yeah. for um, sponsoring you to do the CTSD prep.
0: Right. Yeah. That
1: was very supportive. That employer, was. Very and very generous of them, and not everybody has the resources to do that. So exactly, yeah. yeah. And you liked it, right? You said I it went did. good. I did.
0: It was an extremely, uh, very, very good program, yeah. and it really teaches you how to maneuver the Infocom testing environment.
1: Yeah. So, what, yeah, it's not about the actual course content. It's about how their test is structured and how their questions are structured.
0: Correct, correct. And that's one of the things that a lot of people don't realize with these tests is that they're testing you on what they teach, uh-huh. not necessarily on what you know.
1: Right, because you can be super knowledgeable, but if you don't understand their format. So, what right. was it a two-day or a three-day? It was day? a
0: three-day. Okay. So, you know, uh, it, they do hit on what you need to know, but yeah. they don't teach you what you need to know. Okay. They're just letting you know. It's like, hey, this is the stuff that's very likely to be on the test.
1: Okay. And yeah. now, do you know when you're going to take the actual CTSD?
0: Uh, I'm going to plan it once I get home. Okay. Actually, what it, it prepared me for is that now I need to know what I need to know.
1: Okay. Yeah. If yeah. that makes any sense. Absolutely. It makes total sense. Right. right.
0: So, I need to know. Okay. I need to be aware that this is how they're going to ask their questions. Yeah. This is the type of questions they kind of the way they structure their questions Uh and this is the kind of knowledge you need to know because there is a lot of stuff uh and it's it's very evident when you're in that class yeah because you know you got a room of probably you know
1: it was a full house
0: it was a full house yeah, yeah. so you have you know like 50 or 60 I of know. the smartest av guys in the room you know mm. or at least the next level because sure the, the right. ones already have the d Eight wide. Right, <laughs>
1: right, right
0: but yeah again really ultra nerdy ultra smart people that have done things in many different ways and everybody has their own standard of what they find the proper way to do things yeah so sometimes knowing too much can actually hurt you because you'll overanalyze the question. Work against you,
1: right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you're like, well, in my world, but that's not the way they taught.
0: Exactly. So, okay. Right.
1: Well, now I'm a little inspired. I, I do need to bite the bullet and i'm not going to get a ctsd i don't have right. that next level knowledge nor do i need it but right. um, i'm fairly technical i should at least be able to get my cts oh absolutely make myself a little bit more legit you know yeah. i mean at this point come on i'm not going anywhere see okay? i can't
0: teach you the secret handshake until you get that until i
1: get that yeah I know. exactly um
0: you know the tests are they're pretty informative yeah. and it really lets you know the the level of involvement that's Kind of that—that that it takes to yeah. get a certain certification. Now, haven't had my CTS for a really long time. Yeah, it's not that difficult if you just live in the environment. So I, I think you could probably, with a little bit of studying up.
1: Oh, absolutely. No, I would. W- and the it, the Avixa Women's Council actually puts together study groups. So okay. Yeah. yeah. You know, I can leverage that resources, and I know some of the Avixa educators, so they can help me as well. Right. Um, I have been um, lining up. Future guest. Oh so, yeah, Colin excellent. Colin Bernie with Bernie Consulting. I met him um, when he used to work at Hess actually. And oh, okay. later he went to work for Google but like over in London. Oh okay. And right, now he's right. back stateside and uh he's really good guy. Um, he's gonna come on, my friend Gabe. Moranta mm-hmm. that I just introduced you to, the Zoom right. engineer. He right. reminded me that oh, I, I had invited him to be a guest, but I had forgotten. Sorry, Gabe. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he's going to come on because I think he has a different perspective, right? right. Exactly. Yeah. Because he works on the back-end infrastructure stuff directly with these clients that are doing these mass stand-ups. And, right. Uh, so... And, you know, he's worked in the integration channel. So he's got, you know, a good varied perspective because right, he's been right. on two sides of the coin. So and a couple others. That
0: right. So it's probably more of a more complete perspective. Yeah. Whereas like an integrator like myself, we really don't get involved in that portion of it. So we're, unless you actively search it out and, yeah. you, you know, which you kind of sort of have to educate, but maybe not to the level of somebody that works for Zoom directly. Right. Would need, you know?
1: Yeah, so, um, and, and some other people were yeah. lined up. Stay tuned, awesome. everybody, give you a chance to come back. Um, right. But this has been a great show. It's my first year not being with Pro Video Solutions as oh, a manufacturer. Yeah, right. So that feels weird because I've only come to Infocom and NAB and. What's the music one? Nam Nam. out in Anaheim. Those were all Pro Video, right? Right. And last year, my coworker, Jonathan, wasn't able to be there because he had injured himself, which I I accused him of doing on purpose because he hates going to shows. Um, So I saw him this year, and we got to catch up. But yeah, so this is my first year being tethered to a booth. I didn't really like it, but um, but the booth looked great. Did you tell booth, yeah, you It, did. Did? Yeah, it, did. Yeah, it looked uh. probably the best I've ever seen it. The product is rock solid. We did some, um, everybody's real excited. We did a, a Logitech Rally integration. Right. And that's going to be big, that's yeah. going to be super, super big. Um, we did a strategic partnership with Lightwear and we love their API. It's so robust. Right. So some yeah, other I things with it. Lightwear are going to be coming out um, and we were just showing the native Zoom integration, the native, mm-hmm. formerly Touch 10, now they're trying to call it telepresence. Thank you Cisco for always calling it things we don't want and I will continue to complain <laughs> about it, even it won't change anything. That's right. Um, but yeah, very well received, everybody really they like the new you manage portal and stuff so it's interesting like people's eyes didn't glaze over as we start talking about software to manage AV assets like everybody gets it now right um, because they've been exposed to
0: it you're you're from a few years back when we were here last um, the the way you were showing it I know and it well Besides the previous version, it was very difficult to wrap your brain around... I agree. ...what exactly it was that UTL you did.
1: I know, I know. Now it's crystal clear. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And even me, it took me forever to learn how to even explain it. Right. And so people were like, if she can't explain it, what is she talking about? You know, so you, it was one of those things, you got it, but you didn't get it. Right. And now I think because a lot of uh, the manufacturers have their platforms, they're a little bit more hardware-centric, right? Right, exactly. Um, but... But... When you have adoption like that, even if it's something proprietary that's tied to a, a hardware manufacturer, it still is b- good, better for all because people b- just become more knowledgeable and they understand right. and they want remote monitoring and they like to have, be able to remotely troubleshoot something. And they see
0: the value in it now. There,
1: there is a value proposition right. exactly, and some sometimes it's really driven by the end user, quite frankly. Right, you right. know, and and um, it's exciting to see the integrators that are understanding that mm-hmm. and wanting to evolve. Because I've talked to a couple people um, today, yesterday, day before, that I'm like, oh, what does your company do? And they're direct market resellers, right? Right. One of the other, you know, attacks on the channel. And so I think for the integrators to be able to provide value and, Mm -hmm. you know, recurring revenue is not a bad thing. I'm just going to go there, you know, and and make yourself still be relevant you know we, we have a ServiceNow integration mm-hmm. you know in our market I mean yeah, all yeah, our absolutely. Fortune 1000s all have their own help desk right? right their tier 1 help desk and the same with almost all of our higher ed as well right so with the ServiceNow integration they can leverage that to empower their clients so right. you you do something good for your client, you still make a recurring revenue off of it, they get to, you know, their mean time to restore the room, reduces, their service level delivery enhances, right. they're able to achieve other goals that the corporation wants, you know. What, so. what I
0: liked about it, and that's something that came very apparent to me today, no, not today, this, this show, Yeah, is that, because i worked for two of the biggest- Yes, you did. And you have. Yeah, they have integrators, and they've spent so much time and money developing their own solution, that a product like Utility allows a smaller contractor yeah. to be able to offer up that same level of service and, and manage Absolutely. Yeah, I know. Without, you know, because I'm pretty sure the, you know, the, the two I'm talking about have spent millions and millions of dollars between man hours and sure. just development time and whatnot to be able to offer what they do for managed services. Yeah. But this allows a smaller company that, that has just as great people and mm-hmm. techs and whatnot to be able to compete in that world because they're no longer having to, like, Figure out it's like what's going to be my solution. How am I going to monitor? How am I going to? You know what's my central hub of yeah. operations for this, and intelligence well, gives that.
1: You know, it's interesting. I think we've talked about this before. It's look, it's nice to be with the big boys, right? And you can compete on a different level because you've got global partnerships, right? And you got right. resources in you know dozens of cities, brick and mortar, and teams, the whole nine yards. But oftentimes, it's the the little the independents right. that you know somebody like a Phillips is like their biggest customer, right? right and exactly. they're on an airplane going between Oklahoma. In Houston every day and Mm -hmm. they treat them like gold and they are so responsive you know right exactly so sometimes the the independents right um, Mm -hmm. or maybe they have two locations or three you know in different cities like in Texas the regionals it it gives them a chance to get some skin in the game and they already love to give excellent service which is why sometimes the big boys might be doing the new construction projects but in terms of the day to day support of that end user right you know they treat them like gold yeah, exactly. and they're able to be really nimble and and you know because that one client might be you know, 30 40 50 60 70 percent of their revenue you know right, right. And so uh, and they and they've end up having the relationship for years and years and years like exactly. nobody can really beat that or break that right right but um no it's, it's an exciting time it is it is. now did you uh, did you see any cool products anywhere or did you come across any hidden gems
0: a lot a lot, a lot of really cool solutions because uh-huh. my my kind of agenda for this Infocom was actually to to figure out the hardware portion, what's the best route and kind of create my own roadmap yeah. for how I'm going to do, you know, bring your own device rooms and yeah. soft codec rooms because uh-huh. that is, that's where it's going. Yes. Even the major players are kind of recognizing that. Uh-huh. Uh, so they're not focusing so much on the three, two, three rooms. Yeah. And cause that, that's going to go away to a certain point. To well, a certain we, ha- extent. we
1: have in our booth, the PanaCast, mm-hmm. Camera, the latest version. That's right. now Jabra, by the way, right? because right, right uh, of the acquisition. Um that is a nifty little camera because yeah. those, those are re- it's so funny. Panicast was really a software company that happened to have a camera. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. But, right? Like we were all, the same thing with Utilogy. You know, it was really a monitoring, you know, Solutions. maintenance solution that happened to do control. Right? Mm-hmm. And so now it's part of the, uh, the, it was branded Jabra. It was one of like 15 units globally that they had. And what I liked is when I went to the dashboard, mm-hmm. as people would enter the booth, you would see because it does the counting of the people. People in the room, yeah, and then that analytic gets captured, and so people can look at how many people are in the twenty-person conference room and stuff like that. Right. Um, so I'm excited now that they're part of an even bigger company uh, to see, you know, where Logitech takes them, right? Right. Exactly. A, and you so got that,
0: you know, you got the hooks to be able to use utility Exactly.
1: No, I know. So yeah, there's just a lot of cool stuff out there. There um, is. Yeah. Now somebody told me they uh, found like a, I think it was a ten-inch touch panel mm-hmm. for a hundred dollars. I know. HTML5, yeah. and one of uh, one of the engineers that's over from the UK, he's mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, but it's probably all plastic, right?" And it's like, "It's a hundred dollars. I mean, we right. sneeze a hundred dollars in our business, right? right? I mean, and we have we have cables that cost more than a hundred dollars. So right? Not everybody needs the best and ruggedized, you know, right. mil spec quality." sometimes. Right. It's just good enough.
0: Right. Sometimes it's an organization that's only ever going to have five rooms.
1: Exactly. Yes. You know? Exactly. And it's things not like their that. culture right. or their size. A- and that company that. would
0: never have a 10-inch pa- panel right? because they're $4,000 apiece exactly. you know, from the majors.
1: Well, because I remember when I would get quotes for mm-hmm. AV, you know, when I was at the end user. But it was really a small business. You know, right. Was like one of 36 offices in the country doing recruiting and staffing. Right. And I always got sticker shock. I was such an idiot though, because I, I you know, you don't know what you don't know. So you're right. like, why oh, is this so expensive? So, you know, don't don't be mad. I, I didn't go to Fry's and I didn't go to Best Buy. We just literally had no technology in our conference rooms. Right. We didn't even have a phone. Like yeah. we really just met in the conference room just to meet. You right. Know? Like, right. I think we might have had a whiteboard. I don't know, but that was like it was pretty pathetic. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So that, that's what I'm finding too again with cameras. Yeah. You know, everybody's coming out with USB solutions. Yep, yep. Um, USB extension solutions for those cameras. Yes, yes. Um, and there are a few products that I've kind of went like, "Wow, okay, somebody's kind of taking it." They, you know me, and kind of if you know me, I've been looking for that bring your own device, like I know. soft codec room, for the last eight years. I know, I know. And nobody at, at first, the first they're like, "Why would you do that? Why would you do that?" Yeah. Now everybody's like, "Oh shit, I better catch up." Yeah. So everybody's in this catch-up mode. I know. And to bring your own device room, there was a few products that were there that were taking 95% there.
1: Uh-huh.
0: We're at 98 now. Yeah, yeah. Because some people are starting to integrate other things. Like, well, what, but, but what if I want to do dual monitors? And they're like, oh, well, you can kind of do this. And That's you know, the gotcha. Some things. It's, it's one thing or another. They, they solve one problem, but they might omit <laughs> another one. Uh-huh. The biggest thing I got right now is everybody's like, well, you can do 4K. And I'm like, yeah. It goes... You obviously haven't taken your CTSD and figured out that a 4K display at 10 feet, you got to make your fonts. You know, right? You can't really take Teaching it. You, you got. You got to treat it like a 1080 yeah. display. You can't really treat it like a true 4K, except for images. You know, but if you have, you know, if you have, you know, analytical decision making to do with it, mm-hmm.
1: that's not going to work. It,
0: it doesn't benefit you anything. I would rather have two 1080s. I would too. You know, 265 over over 180 4K.
1: But you know, it's interesting that you bring that up because. That makes me think of something that uh, we have a lot of salespeople running around Mm -hmm. that don't know to ask those questions or how to explain explain that when the customer says to them you know they're capturing the use cases and what the customer wants to do and the customer says oh i want to do put that in there they don't know to say those things nobody's taught them that
0: that's true yeah not
1: all of them but i would say kind of the i think all the engineers know that right right yeah um but it's one of those things then you end up with the back and forth where they bring it back to the engineer and this is what they want the engineer's like they're not gonna be able to read it (laughs) you know now you have to go back to them right and say no actually
0: something like you know a few years back uh, last time we were here the engineers were going why would you want that and yeah. we're like well you know it's like, like they hadn't thought about that and it's not that I'm you know it just are I, you
1: feeling superior today no no Jerry? not at all <laughs> not at all, not at all.
0: I'm, I'm just glad that I asked those questions because now people are starting to answer them yeah I know you know you know last time people kind of like why would you do that and kind of yeah. like Psh, we're never going to do that next thing I was like boom, guess what Catch up.
1: Uh huh, no, nah, here we go.
0: And, which is that great, that's what I want. I want the industry to kind of, you know, quit. We're, we're full of elitist.
1: Yeah. People I know. think
0: their solutions is the stuff, and always. Yeah, they, uh, they can't go wrong. And, you know, we thought we got ultra-brainy people. are like, yeah, you got ultra-brainy people that don't use this stuff every day. That, you know, yeah. that don't look at the ergonomics of it. Don't sure. look at that. We're, you know, we're, we're ultra-smart people trying to cater to some of the dumbest people. <laughs> Technically dumb, yep. you know. Uh huh. And that's where, they gotta figure, you know. They gotta work on that. And so, I have a question. hmm
1: Orlando or Vegas, which do you prefer?
0: Orlando. You do. I do.
1: Oh, I think you're in the minority. I don't know. That's
0: possible, uh, but, but I think I have different reasons to, you know. I, I'm I'm old enough and crippled enough. Yeah, yeah. That I don't care about the party scene.
1: No. The I people know. that
0: prefer Vegas prefer the party scene. That's true. There's nothing technically better about Vegas, other than it's easier to walk and get to the parties. And get to the meals and get to the schmoozing.
1: For yeah, me, you do have a point there. You know. it, yeah, but, yeah, no, you're right. That, that is one of the big drivers. That, that's
0: the difference. That's really the difference. Um,
1: well, no, also, I think if you're a West Coast person, obviously, yeah. the proximity is, for you, going to be easier. You know? Well,
0: if you're flying, you're flying. Right. It's, it's a difference between three hours in the air or, or one hour.
1: Yeah, no, you're right. Good point. It's,
0: you know, and some people prefer the dry heat. <laughs> Over the, the I over I get the so wet heat
1: <laughs> of humidity, and it, people are just really hateful about humidity. And no. uh, we live in Houston.
0: It's like that. Yes.
1: I had somebody on Twitter be like, "Oh, I'm gonna be in Houston," and people, you know, any advice? And Bring people it. were responding like, "Don't go." Oh my God, that's so hateful. Like, oh, it is. Mm. I mean, and I, I'm sorry. When I go to Vegas, hot is hot. I really don't... I mean, I live in humidity all the time, mm-hmm. but I'm no less hot with no humidity. I'm just not. Right. I mean, I'm still dripping wet. And right. You like dry quicker. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the dirty dry quicker. Exactly. I know, right? I'm <laughs> yeah. like, hello. So a- walking around with my flop sweat everywhere.
0: But yeah. Right. So and 120 still beats yes. the hell out of 108, you know. Well, I know you're in
1: the middle of the desert. Yeah. And, you know, you can, you can catch some cool breezes here. I do think it's nice if you... Um, if you like amusement parks and stuff since we haven't had mm-hmm. Astro World in 20 years. You know, it's yeah. nice if you can bring your kids or, you know, have your family do stuff while you're here. I think some people try to leverage that. Yeah,
0: that's true. That's true. I met a lot of people like that. They're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to, you know. I'm
1: or they're trying to escape the snow because, yeah. you know, like north, it's, it's still yeah. snowing up north uh, as recently as like last week. So, yeah, exactly. they like to come and thaw out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But,
1: but, but um, I, I like somebody. You like Orlando better. And I was saying, I actually like the convention center better because right. it's easier for me to navigate this convention center. Right. But hands down, the worst convention center to navigate is the Rye in Amsterdam. So, mm. e- you know, even Vegas is like North Hall, South Hall. It's like, you you know how to... It right. It's pretty easy. But inevitably, you're always in the wrong hall for your next meeting, right? Exactly, yeah. it's, it's always like, oh, I'm in the northwest corner of the North Hall, and I need to go to the South Hall. Oh, it's in the southeast corner, you know? So that always gets me. Or somebody texts you like, where are you? I'm in this South Hall. Oh, of course, they are exactly the opposite. And right. so then you're just tromping back and forth. We should have worn fit bits.
0: That's true. So
1: my issue was that um, they had a AV karaoke meetup that one of the Avixa educators put together, Chuck Espinosa, mm-hmm. and he put it together with Justin Watts, who's from Houston, right. and some of the other guys, um, Luke Jordan, who um, is out of Fort Worth, and I think Jeremy Caldera, who's out of Illinois, um, both with integrators. So they all put it mm-hmm. together, and it's something they've done every year, I guess, for a long, long time, and right. they do it in Vegas and in Orlando. And I might have drank too much wine. We're not sure, but somehow I left not one but two of my cell phones. <laughs> but I didn't realize it because I wasn't the one that summoned the Uber. Right. So I wasn't drinking or driving. So I didn't do bad things that way. Mm. Um, and I didn't even stay up that late because I knew, you know, we were gonna have a really long day, and I wanted to right. make a really good impression on our new CEO and right. all do, you know, do all that kissing up and schmoozing. Mm. Well. And um, you're
0: manning the booth, you're not just... I know,
1: right, system. exactly. So I can't go hide, you know, like I would mm-hmm. actually have to physically and emotionally and intellectually be present. And I wake up the next morning and it's just that sinking feeling where, I, you know, I always wear those stupid earbuds. And I like, I pull the cord out and it's not attached to anything. And then I'm like, where's my backup phone? Oh my God. And so then... I had to go... My iPad was in the closet in the booth, so I didn't even have my iPad with me. I had oh, to go wow. get my iPad. Then I tried to do find my iPhone, and I guess the phones were turned off, so I couldn't find them,
0: Right. and I didn't know
1: where I left it, or, you know, because I was like, maybe I left it in the Uber, but, you know, right. my... It, yeah! Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that. And so, and the place didn't open until, like, 4 o'clock, and so I called at 4 o'clock, and I had... Or 5 o'clock, and I left a voicemail. Nobody called me back. And I, w- I went to this AV Tweeps meetup for all the people on Twitter, the do AV. And mm-hmm. then when that was over, uh, I felt, had somebody look up where the Verizon store was, took an Uber, get all the way to the Verizon store. They tell me it's a $500 buyout on my contract. I'm already bumming super, super oh hard my God, yeah. just to get the same exact phone. I wasn't even going to upgrade to a 10 or anything. I didn't want a bigger size. Just the 8 is fine. And then I. He goes to the back to see if they have the color I want in stock. There's only a few colors left. And I asked one of the others, can you look up the name of this more and call it for me? And I called in the, the Bob, the owner was like, Yep, I got both your phones here. And I was so relieved. I mean, I was frankly doing toe touches and cartwheels yeah. in the Verizon store. I was like, Yes. So, <laughs> and I had to act all day like I wasn't completely bummed out. Right. But, you know, I mean, I'm not a millennial, but I am addicted to my phone. I think we and we have our we'll lives are, in yeah. our phone, you yeah, know? Yeah, exactly. And so, it's your um, philo
0: facts, as they used to say.
1: Exactly. So, yeah. Uh, but, um, so I had to act like I wasn't bummed out all day um, you know fake it till mm-hmm. you make it but the good news is I did find them and so that made me a happy girl excellent I know so there was a happy I
0: was so girl. glad when I, I finally got a I think a text back from you going hey I they're like, oh.
1: well I don't have anybody's phone numbers I mean right. like the only person I could have called was my husband because I have his cell phone number and he's had the same number for right. 25 years right, right. And, and same with my personal number but I, was, I didn't even know how to reach people right. I mean there is no way to reach you
0: I, I was literally uh, and this is you don't know this story but I got to tell you now like that's uh, in the past and we can okay and we can move on we can move on and because uh, I, I don't know if you remember but the last Infocom that we were at together you couldn't make one of our lunch dinner dates
1: yes yes
0: so I was on Facebook like man this is like an hour and a half late now from when we uh-huh. I, was, I was like oh well stood up again at
1: Infocom did you post that on Facebook? no I did not ah, you know yeah. why?
0: because you called me as I was yeah. entering that, as you were
1: about to post that, see, you were going to throw me under the bus with all no, of our I Facebook imagine friends. it, I but um, I would have deserved it if I stood you up. You mm-hmm. totally could have called me out, but I didn't. I wasn't. I just didn't have a way to reach you. And, right. But once I got my phone, you know, you were my first call to be like, uh, "We're good. We're, we're yeah, still good." we're, we're definitely
0: good. We're definitely
1: good. So, I guess we should wrap this up. What this is do? nice, though. This is nice. Thank you to Staren Marketing. Yeah, absolutely. Really Thank you, Staren. You guys are doing a great are good job
0: yeah, they're, they're one of my favorite suppliers. So.
1: Yeah, they've always done good. I used to mm-hmm. rep them uh, with ClickShare because they were the right. ones originally had ClickShare. Um, I really mm-hmm. enjoyed working with their team. And, uh, yeah, good people. They had a good party, too. Oh, yeah. One of the nights it was a, with a zombie theme um, oh, that I yeah. thought was really kind of cool. And they had some really good swag. So I was like, hmm, two All thumbs right. up on yep. the staring swag. Real quick before we wrap it up. Mm-hmm. Um, have you gotten any good swag? Um uh, Mm, not
0: really. I mm-hmm. got some nice shirts, a couple of nice shirts and stuff, and yeah. some uh, some new ca- cable crimpers and stuff like that, okay. but nothing like, uh,
1: you know, Nothing well? Well, I got lucky I because con- yeah. look what Chris Netto gave me for AB and AM. Nice. That's nice. Yeah, it's like Uh-oh. a, it's a jacket, actually. Yeah, there you go. Like one of those kind of athletic-y ones. Right. So maybe I can pretend like I'm athletic. Oh, my God. I am going to start exercising when I get home, and I'm announcing it on this podcast so y'all can all hold me accountable, all three of my listeners. All right, we're gonna
0: see updates on the on the on the Facebook. Yeah,
1: the Facebook. <laughs> the face pace on
0: that. Yeah, so I've had a great show, you've had a great show. Yeah, yeah, I've really some exciting. nice solutions that I like and Really caught up with a lot of old friends, which I know. is nice. So.
1: It is nice. Yeah, yeah, I got to see a lot of people I hadn't seen in a while. So I, I always enjoy that. Not as many as I normally would, because normally I'm running all over the place, right. you know, trying to manage 12 different vendors and grab people and play traffic cop. But, uh, right,
0: exactly. But
1: no, I thought everybody was very supportive. Some people came by the booth, even though maybe their companies don't use our solution. But, right. But, you know, it's all good. They you, know. you do have a fan base. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I appreciate that. I think you do, too. Uh, i met lots of people. Well, like the guy you used to work with. It's good friends with you and uh, David. David, yeah. He's a a consultant now, right? Sort of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Consultively selling or whatever. Room ready. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah, It was
0: nice running into. Friends I haven't seen in a while.
1: So, yeah. I guess we will... uh, We'll
0: see you next episode, and we, we promise, Michelle promises, as the executive producer of the show, that she will line up more guests and we'll do yeah. it more often. We,
1: we've already got it. Yes, we're 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 going to have to get on a schedule.
0: Absolutely, start putting do. it
1: on the calendar. Right.
0: So. Yeah. And
1: so another another info column on the books. Thanks everybody for listening. And yes, uh, thank you. We'll and catch you on the backside.
0: All right. Take care, guys, and have a good one.